I'm Catherine. And I'm Shelby. Welcome to Table Pancakes. We're excited you're here. We're kicking off our first episode ever. We made it. Episode one. I'm Shelby, as I just said. (laughs) I live in Brooklyn, but I'm originally from Dayton, Ohio. I I mean, I'm looking at Catherine as if she doesn't already know of this. I lived in New York since 2016, and I mean, that's really it. That's all I'm going to give you guys for now. Don't want to spill all the beans. I'm Catherine. I have been in New York for almost 12 years. I'm also Brooklyn local, and here we are. Well, your favorite Brooklyn girls are kicking (laughs) off episode one of their podcast with a check-in. How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. It's been a nice day. It's nice to kick things off here. I went and saw an art exhibition at the Whitney before we started recording. Saw the Ruth Asawa drawings show, and it was nice to just have some visual inspiration before we come together and have our chats. You know, really just enjoying this winter weather. It started to snow and flurry on my way over here to record, and as you know, I love the winter season. It's cold. It's kind of an opportunity to be cozy, a little bit introspective, which you know I love. You know, start thinking and getting ideas in order and uh, and making things happen. So I find the the winter is a good time for inspiration and, and bringing things to life. So having a nice, frigid, inspiring, creative day, I guess. How are you? I am not feeling as adult as Catherine who woke up today and went to the Whitney and came to my house dressed up. I had to get it together for today's recording. I feel good. I'm excited that we're finally doing this. I, too, enjoy winter and a little solitude. In contrast, summer here is insane. So I'm very happy to be in my house more and have people over and be cozy, as you said. But I woke up this morning and I had no voice. And I got home at 5 in the morning yesterday or 4.30. And it was rough. It was rough. But I'm happy to be here. But you're here. And I'm in a good mood. (laughs) I know why. (laughs) Why are we here today? It all started with a podcast pitch competition from Spotify. Shelby and I had gone to breakfast, obviously, to have our epitomous table pancakes. And we went to a park in Brooklyn, Fort Greene Park afterwards, and sat in the grass. And and all of a sudden, you just say, hey, do you want to do you want to start a podcast? Yeah, I love starting podcasts. <laughs> you do. Not I, your first rodeo. Not my first rodeo. I started a podcast during the pandemic, and I saw a former colleague post who was working at Spotify at the time. I saw her post on LinkedIn that they were doing this competition for CultureCon, which I love. And I was like, oh, this looks awesome. Like Spotify is going to help them produce a show, and I would love to come up with a new show idea I, of course, like you said, was in Fort Greene Park, like, so Catherine, do you want to start this podcast? Because we already have these such, these long conversations about thoughts and our self-reflections and observations about society and our friends and family. And I'm like, I've had seven hour conversations with you that if I recorded, because I tell people about them, I'm like, well, you know, I was talking to Catherine earlier and like, whatever we went into for the seven hours, I'm already using them as prompts. I'm like, why don't we just share some of these chats that we're having with the world? So it felt like a natural fit. It's funny because we obviously didn't win the competition. We're producing the the podcast on our own, but I thought it was a good enough of an idea. It's kind of meant to be. I think the competition made me think about what we could create and winning or not. I was like, all right, let's go. Like we're still creating this podcast. We're still here. (laughs) Couldn't hold us back. Could not hold us back. (laughs) And I think it's really nice that we were able to 
take our conversations to, you know, I guess to a bigger stage. Like I think part of the reason why we wanted our conversations to become a podcast and felt like that was something we wanted to share with the world is because, you know, these are thoughts, observations, dialogues that we're having with each other, but it's not just about the two of us. It's about the world at large, about the people in our lives, um, you know, close friends, family, coworkers, people that we, you know, randomly meet, strangers that we talk to. <laughs> and so it's an opportunity to just, you know, take that on a wider scale and um, involve more people in the conversation as well. Take it beyond just the two of us. I agree because I often want people's thoughts. Whenever I have an introspective chat or like a really long life chat, I'm always, whether it's like my mom I talk to next or a friend, I'm like, wait, so I, I was workshopping this concept. What do you think? <laughs> I kind of want your feedback on it. So I agree. It's our opportunity to share with the world and get other people involved in these conversations that are actually about society at large, even though we've started them. So I want to tell all the listeners about how we became friends. That's an important piece of the puzzle. How do you get to a point where you're asking someone to co-host a podcast with you? (laughs) Didn't happen the day we met. (laughs) It didn't happen the day we met, actually. We met in 2017. Yes. June 23rd, to be specific, according to my Instagram archives. (laughs) (laughs) To go back to the receipts. Go back to the receipts. I signed up for this photo walk at Dumbo House before it was open officially. And for the listeners, if you have not heard of Dumbo House and you're not in our little New York City bubble, it is a private membership club for creatives, or it used to be. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe more on that later. Definitely more on that later, but we both joined this community. I joined in 2015 and... I joined in 2016. It's kind of looking to hang out with other creative people, like-minded people, meet people in our industries. And so we signed up for some of these events. We happened to meet at one. We happened to meet and it it was, uh, yeah, we were in Dumbo going on this photo tour and to be honest, walked in and I was with a friend, Shelby was with a friend and really just this group of people that were all going to spend the afternoon together were not interacting with each other. No, they weren't interacting and there was no guidance in true Dumbo House event fashion. There was no guidance on where to be. So they had set up appetizer, appetizers in Shikoni's for all of us. And we were kind of hovering. I don't even think the appetizers were out yet. Maybe that was an after the photo <laughs> walk thing. But we were, Maybe that's why no one was talking. <laughs> right? but we were meeting in there and you walked in with your friend and you're kind of looking around like, is this the place? And then I was like, yes, over here. And like, you were like, are you Midwestern? And I was like, is this, is this a diss? Like, is this woman trying to say like... <laughs> We got this Midwestern stranger talking to me. She needs to relax. And you're like, oh, no, I'm from Ohio, too. So we recognized each other as, yeah. as Midwesterners first. <laughs> and honestly, I don't remember much else about the photo walk. But from there, according to our receipts, in the comments of that photo, I was like, oh, so lovely meeting you and your friend. Like, DM me your number. Like, let's stay in touch. Yeah. And I guess stay in touch we did. But I guess over the past few years, you know, it took some time for our friendship to evolve and to kind of nurture itself. And, you know, it didn't go into this phase where we, you know, hung out every week or even every month or 
started to hang out with each other's friends, we just had these maybe let's call it quarterly moments where it's like, okay, I've been seeing what you're doing on Instagram. Oh, that looked interesting. Or, hey, there's an event coming up. Let's let's check in. And so we had these moments over a few years where we just check in, see what was going on in each other's lives and work, you know, maybe talk through a few things going on, uh, things on our mind, but it wasn't this constant conversation with each other. No, and I really like that. I love slow burn in relationships. Mm. I always tell people, both platonically and romantically, I really enjoy stages in mm. relationships. Mm-hmm. So it's cool to look back and see, like, it starts with things in common. Like, we're both black women from Ohio, and we both went to college in the Midwest, and we have these synergies. We're in the same age group. We joined Soho House. So, like, off the bat, there is a synergy, but I like the slow burn of, okay, well, we talk about our jobs a little bit, or we talk about our experiences, and I think there was a mutual interest. Like, obviously, I followed up, and I'm like, let's hang out, but there was no catalyst to take it to the next level, but I've enjoyed this other half of our friendship where we are taking it to the next stage, because I feel like we talk very frequently, but every time... I learn things. Mm -hmm. So it's very different from where we started in 2017. But I want to talk about how that came to be. So we talked about how we met each other at the Dumbo House event, which amazing. But now it's 2024. So like, how did we get? (laughs) (laughs) It's 2024. We're talking multiple times a day. How did we get here? And how how are we recording a podcast? (laughs) Something happened. It was interesting. It was like Mm -hmm. one of our check-ins. We're going through a global pandemic. You and I are kind of shuffling a little bit. Like, we're not fully in New York the whole time. Mm -hmm. We both take our breaks, and then we find ourselves back. I moved back officially December 2021. Yeah, I came back in March of 2021. Yeah, so we had a conversation, let's link up, I'm finally back in town. Mm -hmm. And it just so happens that conversation was a catalyst to this new echelon of friendship that we have reached. Yeah, entered a new stage. So I reached out to you. I think throughout the pandemic, most of our interactions were really through DM on Instagram. Again, going back to, oh, okay, see, this is going on in Ohio. Oh, I'm in Chicago, me too. Keeping tabs on on our Midwest <laughs> happenings um, and, and checking in, having somewhat serious but also uh, delusional conversations of, are, are you going to buy a house in Ohio? <laughs> Yeah, I was getting pre-approved for mortgages that I was never probably going to take. I was like, I think I'm going to buy a house in Cleveland and rent it out. It seemed definitive. Yeah, I wasn't moving back to Ohio. I've never She's even not lived there. in Cleveland. So I was just like, yeah, it makes sense, right? It's adult. You know, we threw out the option. It, you know, but it was time to kind of come back together. And it was nice to see that Shelby was back in town. So it was nice to get back face-to-face, catch up. I reached out and... We ended up having a very long evening. I wanted to hear what was going on in your life. And I think, you know, we we talked for about an hour and a half of just, you know, what had happened over the past two years, basically. You know, and I came with news to share. Wasn't quite sure what was going to happen. So, um, you know, I heard what was going on with Shelby's work and having lived with her family and that lime green room. <laughs> yes. 
and um, you know the podcast that you had been working on, Define Normal, and creative projects that were on your mind and creative revelations. It was just great to get a sense of where you're at and what had happened over the past two years, and got time to kind of you know turn the table and and see what had been going on with me. I told you about how I had moved back, but it was one of the the craziest and and most intense moments of my life because. Earlier that week, my partner Joseph had actually unexpectedly passed away. That was something that, that of course, I wanted to share with you. But it was an interesting time because I was obviously still in just deep, acute shock. You were the first person that I interacted with that wasn't someone who was like really in the thick of it with me, you know, like, you know, at my apartment that day or spending the night with me or going on a walk with me, um, you know, the next day and the day after checking in. It was kind of an experiment of what happens when I go see someone and just have to, you know, share this impossibly hard truth. What was your take on that situation from the other side? I was in shock because Due to the nature of our quarterly friendship and DM catch-ups, you're also not a person who's very online. So that is true. While I, I mean, we'll get into our astrology at some point, but <laughs> I am a Gemini who is very vocal and shares a lot of her life on the internet. <laughs> and I am a very introspective, emotional, and deep-feeling Scorpio. <laughs> I have said this to you before, but when you told me, I think what's interesting about the nature of our friendship, which we got into, these quarterly catch-ups don't lend to you and following people in a parasocial way. Sure. While you may care for them and want to check in, I'm like, oh, like we're in Chicago, what's going on? And like we're kind of like gossiping with each other in our DMs Mm -hmm. about our life happenings. And that was fun, but that wasn't like a deep, rooted, I know exactly what's going on with you. I I honestly wouldn't describe you as deeply feeling before then. That's not something I knew about you. Mm. I've known you since 2017, so I wasn't like... I think it shined a light on how much I didn't know you. Mm. In that moment, when you told me, I didn't know that you had a partner. Mm -hmm. So I had never even heard about Joseph. That doesn't obviously speak to the significance at all, because through that conversation, I saw how it was the most meaningful relationship that you had yet. But I didn't have the pleasure of knowing him and I didn't know all the magical things that had happened and then to hear about them on the other other side of a loss it was so much it was like oh my god you can see how happy you are and you're like lighting up about the things you the moments and and the things you were telling me about him his qualities but on the other side we have this deep tragedy and obviously you're very deeply feeling and also to set the scene we're in the midst of Dumbo House which has these like floor to ceiling windows a dj a dj like we're in this vibey environment talking about one of the most tragic moments that's ever happened in your life so it was just like a lot of processing like i'm live processing like you're clearly upset i'm like okay be there for this person understand the situation there's a dj (laughs) i think we were like ordering food and crying yeah it was just like it was a wild scenario and then after that, there's no way in hell we could go back to quarterly catch-ups because it wasn't like, all right, Catherine shared all this with me, chat in April. Like, I was like, okay, wow, so I'm going to, like, check in. We're in it. And not even, like, in an obligatory way, but that is a bit my nature. Like, I'm like, okay, well, you're clearly going through something. 
And I don't, I can't say I have the blueprint for what to do because I've never gone through a loss like that. But I was like, all right, well, like, I'm just going to do the best I can. And from there, we built the blocks to like truly get to know each other. Mm-hmm. Because I think to me before then, I don't feel like I knew you. I liked you. Yeah. But I don't feel like I knew you. Yeah. I feel like we had some sort of tie um a level of intrigue and interest in the other person where we wanted to stay in touch and wanted to you know celebrate each other's journeys and be there to help kind of however we could but we weren't really in the thick of it with each other and that moment that level of deep vulnerability was an invitation in a way to offer up more of ourselves and really get to know each other and be in conversation with one another Yes, and it actually gives me hope for other parasocial relationships Mm -hmm. because I think in this this day and age, there is a lot of what we described, like Mm -hmm. meeting someone at an event, meeting someone out and about in Brooklyn, following them on Instagram, enjoying their energy. That's why you're engaging with them online. But then it just becomes that. Maybe you see them, maybe you don't. Maybe you see them at other events, but not knowing them. So I think for me, it also made me step up in other friendships to a point where I'm like, okay, I actually want to know this person maybe beyond these little things we're having. So I think it was also inspo for that for me. For me, I think it was that sharing, something that was incredibly hard, but just sharing that is my reality and that is where I am. I mean, in so few words, you've been someone who has really been not only a support, but, you know, someone who's listening and just kind of a constant who's been there and kind of been a witness of the evolution on a daily basis, weekly, hourly, really, <laughs> basis of where I'm at and, and what's going on. So I also think that this leads into why we're calling this podcast Table Pancakes. Sure. Catherine and I had to find other places to talk. We had to get out of the Dumbo house. <laughs> we did. It's very much a character in our story, but... Spilling your guts over a DJ and maybe running into former co-workers and yeah. friends and $20 drinks, just, we had to let it go. We had to take our business elsewhere. We did. So we started taking our talents to places like the Ace Hotel and... We gave that a shot. We did and had like a really long conversation there, but ultimately our tradition has become these long breakfast dates that we have. Start at an ungodly hour. Yes. Not today, but... (laughs) Not today. Not today. (laughs) Yeah, but meeting up around 8 a.m., getting each other out the door and into uh, one of our pancake locations which we may not reveal because we don't you know we don't want to wait in line for these pancakes you know we'd be able to sit down around 8 8 30 and find ourselves at one o'clock and just still having more to say you know we'd sit down have our breakfast always made room for table pancakes to split with each other and that just kind of became a symbol of sitting down taking the time to pause and have an open conversation and and really dive in. Yeah, and sometimes it spills over to a park or my house and just becomes like we never shut up. I love our breakfast date, and it encouraged me also, to your point about stillness, to think about things to almost save for that conversation mm. because we interact so much like over text. But I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to save that topic yes. for that, or maybe we'll double-click on that topic yeah. at the pancake date. So we have this nice little ritual of our our table pancakes and 
I don't think that we'll be eating and, and talking simultaneously on this podcast. So, so what can what can everyone expect to hear here? What are what are we going to talk about here? We're going to talk about everything. What we dove into about friendships is really important, and that's something that I want our audience to think about and Absolutely. work on. Being a friend, and I get asked this a lot, just in my personal friendships and relationships. How do I maintain so many friendships? Vulnerability an extensive amount of texting, making moments for my friends where we can actually connect. Yeah. And so I want it to not just be about our friendship, but I want other people to learn how to be better friends because I think there's a world where you and I don't have to be close friends. Yeah. And I, you could be, and I could be to you, another one of your like light touch relationships. Sure. But I think we're entering a time, especially as two women who are single and don't live around family or all of our friends it's really nice to have people who you can go deep with absolutely you can bring your feelings and thoughts and experiences to and i want everyone to have that i think society at large would be better yes if people had these really good friends very Um, much so so i want to and i know we will give people tips on like how to get there and how to be a good friend i think a lot of Mm -hmm. people really desire these friend groups these deep friendships but Mm -hmm. maybe aren't the best friends yeah so helping people get there yeah how to dive in deep how to kind of ride alongside you know no matter what changes happen with a friend to a friend you know how to make new friends how to talk to strangers (laughs) it's not my favorite but Catherine is better than I am (laughs) I do love talking to strangers I only speak when I'm spoken to I don't don't really like rogue people speaking to me but I'm gonna work on it I'm really friendly but I just am overwhelmed sometimes I'm like wait what (laughs) I have those tell me everything eyes and sometimes I get very like please I wish you wouldn't have told me that (laughs) oh yeah the things that I know about these people that I've known for five minutes they know who to come to I think (laughs) and they need friends so I want to teach people how to be those people so maybe I'm not having like vulnerability hangovers with strangers yeah I also want to talk about beyond our friendship I want to talk about social commentary we spend a lot of our time deep diving into tweets and Instagram posts and articles and listicles and just things that we're consuming or the tiktoks that shelby is sending me because i am famously close to offline yes yes <laughs> Catherine is not and that's another reason why our parasocial relationship wasn't really working i just, it just wasn't there no i don't think that it would have been a long-term play because you don't really post anything like i have things to interact with and you don't so i, I would unless i was directly speaking to you i really didn't know what you were doing i yes we'll talk about society and culture and tiktoks and being online our observations but we also want to hear from the listeners i want to hear what everyone who listens is observing and feeling and what they want advice on i I like to give advice (laughs) absolutely that's something i'm really looking forward to hearing from everyone that's listening whether it's a response to something that we've discussed something that's going on personally for them friends family themselves random observations about what's going on in the culture at large or interactions that people are having and because i think also as Shelby's mentioned, our conversations have also translated into so many other conversations. You know, a jumping off point for going back to a family member or going back to a friend and reconnecting with something that we've talked about together. So, okay, so it's January. We're kicking off a new podcast. It's definitely not New Year, New Me. I really, it's the same me, but with some <laughs> lovely edits. What are you looking forward to in 2024? 
And what are you leaving behind if you're willing to share? Okay. I'll start with leaving behind so we can keep moving forward. Let's go with this element of mystery. I don't even necessarily think that it's purposeful. Maybe it is, but I think that there's an opportunity for me to share more and and share what's going on in my day-to-day life. I mean, this podcast is certainly a big part of it. And I can even connect that back to, you know, what's blossomed in our friendship from me sharing a little bit more with you or really a lot more with you. So keeping things in and, you know, not putting it out there in the world. I think there's an opportunity for me to share more. And the hope in doing that is that it helps to, you know, create thoughts and conversations beyond just the two of us. Looking forward to creativity, kicking off some projects and continuing some projects that are exciting to me, inspiring to me. It's going to be a very creative year. How about you? I am leaving behind my lack of action in 2023. I have a lot of thoughts. And if you talk to me, I mean, you do talk to me, but anyone who talks to me is going to hear one of my seven elevator pitches. (laughs) And they're good. And people get excited. They're convincing. They're convincing. And people are excited. And they're like, when are you going to do that? I can't wait to read, interact, listen. And I have a full-time job. I love being creative, but I'm also really social and I spend Mm -hmm. a lot of time with people. So I'm leaving behind not taking action and I'm going to have to get better at prioritizing. I'm going to have to restack the deck. My job is ever present. That's how I pay my bills. And so that's happening. But also like, what does social life look like? Is being social with like hanging out with a friend, but also getting stuff done. I have a lot of friends who are pursuing creative projects. So maybe what we do is like do sessions together, but either way we're taking action because there's been a lot of talk in 2023 and I've been so thankful for the processing and the feedback and the fun and the people who've encouraged me because they're like hell yeah you can do this but in 2024 we're looking forward to action as my father says it's time to act it is it's time (laughs) to act and I'm excited about it I think I also agree it's going to be a creative year and I'm ready to crush it I know I can but I'm done talking about it. We'll talk on this podcast, but then otherwise it'll be a lot of action. (laughs) Yeah. I'll give you some reviews on things I've actually done. I think it's talking about things I've actually done instead of Mm -hmm. the things I want to do. Thank you so much for listening to us. We're so excited to be on this journey with you all and keep sharing, keep sharing, keep talking and keep connecting. Thank you for listening to Table Pancakes. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to drop us a line, our email address is tablepancakespod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.